Yo, 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 welcome back, man. Welcome, 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 man. I am holding it down. Welcome to episode 24, man. Last week, I know I said it was episode 23. I made a mistake, y'all. No, last week I said it was episode 24. It was actually episode 23. So this week we are on episode 24, man. So give myself a round of applause. I'm giving myself a round of applause, man. I hope you guys all had a great weekend, man. Um, it was Super Bowl, not Super Bowl. It was the NFL playoffs yesterday. I don't know if you guys were able to catch everything. Uh, we had the Baltimore Ravens versus the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And then we had the 49ers versus the Detroit Lions, man. Um, two great games. Shout out to Lamar Jackson, man. You, you played up a hell of a game, man. Um, Odell Beckham stepped up in the fourth quarter, man, with a few – uh, critical uh, catches. Shout out to Zay Flowers, man. Um, you had a crucial fumble in the fourth quarter um, that could have really put the, I think, if I'm not mistaken, put the, the Ravens down by three or tied the game. Um, you had a taunting that you did, which caused them some yards. Uh, but end all be all, you know, you guys all played a great game. Lamar threw an interception in the, into a three-man coverage to the tr- – was trying to get it to the tight end. But, you know, you guys played a hell of a game, man. Shout out to Lamar Jackson. Shout out to the Baltimore Ravens. I think Lamar deserves um, league MVP. Uh, he, he he had a um, phenomenal year, man. Um, Travis Kelsey and, the Patrick, and Patrick Mahomes, man, they're going back to the Super Bowl. I'm not a huge fan of those guys, but, you know, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> I don't know. He just got it. He got that juice, man, so – Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Shout out to, you know, to those boys, man. Wishing them all the best. Um, Detroit Lions and San Fran. I'm not a Niners fan. Never really have been a Niners fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh, you a Cowboys? Yes, I am a Cowboys fan. Um, We didn't do shit. Obviously, we got put out in the first round versus uh, the Packers, but... Shout out to all the Niners fans out there, man. Y'all was down by 17, came back and won. Um, I really, really, really thought Detroit was going to win that game, man. They came out on fire. Uh, Amir Gibbs, D- David Montgomery, Jerry Goff, man, the boys came out. Amon St. Brown. Um, you guys came out real, 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 real. They came out tough, man. And um, unfortunately, they lost. They lost, man. Dan Campbell and his aggressive play style. Cost them the game, I think. So shout out, shout out to the Niners, man. Y'all won, man. Y'all going back to the, you guys are going to the Super Bowl. Um, you guys have been in the, in the AFC Championship, if I'm not mistaken, the last four years, if I'm not mistaken, or five years, um, are been competing within the last five years. So shout out to the Niners. Shout out to all the Niners fan out there, Niners fans out there. I know you guys are happy. Um. I really thought Detroit had it, y'all. I really, really thought Detroit had it, but you know, you know, you can't win them all. So shout out to Detroit, man. Y'all boys will definitely be back next year. Um, I'm pretty sure no one expected, no one expected Detroit to go this far this year. Um, they went to the championship game. I'm pretty sure they didn't expect it. You guys played a hell of a season. I had David Montgomery on my fantasy team this year. He put up some good numbers for me. So shout out to the city of Detroit, man. That was a W for you guys. Man, you guys did great. Keep that core together. Bring those guys back next year. Um, and I pretty y'all going to be a problem. Y'all definitely will be a problem. Um, yeah, man. So shout out to everybody. Shout out to the Niners fans. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs fan, it's going to be a great Super Bowl matchup. Can't wait to see the end results of that. But, yeah, man, thank you guys for listening in today, man. If you're on the road, if you're at work and you're listening, man, put a smile on your face. I'm, I'm going to keep you all occupied for the next hour. I'm going to try to keep you a smile on your face, keep you all laughing for the next hour, man. So let's get into some of these topics that I have. Um, I got a good little decent show Um Line up for you guys. Okay, okay. Where do I want to start? Where do I want to start? All right, cool. So yesterday, I ain't going to give too much of the details, but yesterday I was somewhere, and I was speaking to a school principal. This school this school principal, she has, you know, obviously she's a principal of a school. One of her students stole 
$20,000 from her father. The father came up to the school, asked, like, hey, you know, has you um, $20,000 is missing. Um, we believe my daughter took the money. The, the, she's in eighth grade, so it's a junior high school. So she's about 13 years old. Um, I think you're around that age in eighth grade. But anyway, she stole $20,000 from her father. How she know how the father found out is because, well, how the daughter knows where the money is because the daughter helps the father count the money. Every time he brings home money, he, the, daughter, the father counts it. They put it in a certain bundle, however the case may be. She puts it up for her father. Now, the father comes home, finds out this money is missing, approaches the daughter like, hey, you know, this money is missing. $20,000 is missing. Where is the money? They go up to the school to see if they find out the daughter was passing out money or it needed, uh, was passing out to money, pass, passing out money to different students. And um, the principal was like, no, we haven't seen anything. I'll tell the teacher to keep an eye on her. If, you know, if we see students with a lot of money or if she's coming with brand new shoes, clothes, whatever the case may be. A few days later, the father calls back, this call comes back up to the school and says, hey, it's not $20,000, it's $70,000. Yes, $70,000 is missing out her father's stash, bank, whatever the case may be. This is a Hispanic young lady. Um, so I just want to give a context to the story. So, yeah, so um, $70,000 is missing. A few days later, the young lady, the daughter, tells her father, hey, here's $20,000 of the money. So there's $50,000 still missing. She's blaming her brother. She says her brother, who's a meth head, stole the money. Not her. No, she's saying that the brother asked her for some money and she got gave the $20,000 to her brother. But the brother is saying, no, she only gave me $200. So she's like, no, I gave him $20,000. But it, what, what, it doesn't matter. I I'm I'm couldn't get it out. It, that part doesn't matter. The part is, where is the other $50,000? Because we got the $20,000 back. You stole seventy. dollars You returned twenty. Fifty dollars is still missing. Now, someone I was with yesterday went on to say, I will press charges against my daughter. I said, no, I don't think you should press charges against your daughter. And he was like, well, I would. The principal says, I wouldn't either. My question to you guys is, if your child stole $70,000 from you, eighth grade, 13 years old, I'm just giving you guys the context of everything, would you press charges on your child? Let me know what you guys would do. Would you press charges? Me personally, I wouldn't press charges. That's me. I will handle it a different way. Obviously, the relationship will be um, um, scorned. It wouldn't be, I don't know if that's the right word. That relationship will be ir um, irreplaceable, unrepairable, unrepairable. Um, that relationship will be definitely unrepairable. Um, I don't know if I will press charges against my child because that will mess up everything for them moving forward. Who knows how much time they might spend in a juvenile facility. We don't know what might take place in there. She might be raped. He might be raped. We, the trauma that goes on in those juvenile facilities can carry on and impact my child moving forward for the rest of their life and they might harbor some resentment towards me. I don't know how I would definitely, I don't know how I'll handle this situation. I'm, be, I'm just keeping, a, I'm keeping it in a buck with y'all. But what would you guys do? Parents out there, look over at your child right now. Let's say you have $5,000. They took the $5,000. And you know they took it because they the only person that knows where the money is at. No one else has been in your home. What would you do? Let me know. Y'all hop in my comments. Let me know. If your child stole $20,000, $70,000, this child stole $70,000 from their parents, what, what would you guys do? Um, it, was been, it was a huge debate yesterday I was having. You know, like I said, someone I was with said they'll press charges or they'll beat their child's ass. Um, I, I would understand the beating of the, the ass, but pressing charges on your kid? That's a, that's tough, man. That's tough. This is this is this is someone you love, you birth, you 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 give you gave life to, you provide for. That love is supposed to be unconditional. 
Your, I love a parent's love. I'm not a parent, but this is just what I hear. A parent's love is unconditional. Um, what would y'all do, man? I really would like to hear the responses on what would y'all do if y'all y'all parents stole seventy thousand dollars. I mean, your kids stole seventy thousand dollars. This is a true story. This is a principal. The the parents came up to the school, um, asking the principal like, "Hey, you know, we need to get to the bottom of this." And the principal was saying, "This is not a school matter. This is a home matter. It happened at home. We have not seen the student with any money, with anything new." And another discussion was brought up was. Do 13-year-olds understand the concept of or the value of money or what they can buy? Like, what can a 13-year-old do with that money? Like, what do they know? At 13, I don't think I understood the value of money, especially that amount of money, $70,000, $20,000, $1,000. I thought $100 at 13 years old was a lot of money. But now that I'm a 34-year-old man, that ain't shit. So imagine having $70,000 at 13 years old. Could you imagine that? That's crazy having $70,000. But yeah, we love to see. I would love to hear you guys' responses. I would love to hear you guys' answers, what you guys think. Um, what is the justified punishment? Do you guys press charges? Do you not press charges? Do you kick the child out to your house? Like, what do you do? Parents, what do you do? I would love to know. I'm drinking water, by the way. Have you guys ever had oregano oil? So I've been taking oregano oil and I put it in my water and the shit is, whoo, Jesus Christ. The shit is strong, y'all. This oregano oil, I'm drinking it right now on the podcast, y'all. I don't know why I did that, but I heard it had great health benefits, so I've been taking it, but I should dilute it more. Woo. But yeah, man, let me know. Hop in the comments. Let me know what y'all think. So what else I got, man? Uh, <sighs> All right. So look, I have a friend. I have a friend right now that wants to start an OnlyFans, a female friend. I have a female friend I want to start an OnlyFans. And uh, she called me a few days ago, and we had a long debate. She was like, I want to start an OnlyFans, but I don't want nobody to know. And I was like, huh? I was like, okay, so how are you going to pull this off? She was like, I don't know. Like, what do you think? And I was like, yo, I don't think. I mean, she's she's very mindful because she doesn't want her family to find out. She doesn't want her baby daddy to find out or none of his friends, whatever the case may be. She lives in a fairly small town. Um, You know, I just told her, like, you know, I f this is the advice I gave her. I said, if you're going to start an OnlyFans and you don't want nobody to know, you should wear a mask, like a masquerade mask. You know how you'll go to a masquerade party and they have those masks on? I was like, you should have a mask on. And I was like, wear a mask, start a whole new IG page, do those, start a whole new social media, put the link over there, add the guys on there. They got to add you. Don't just be adding random people to have your page open. She didn't want to do that. She was like, I think that defeats the purpose. Like, I don't know. I'm like, yo, I don't think you should. You know, you got to be mindful of your family and everything. Like, I'm not judging you. If that's what you want to do, so be it. Like, just know that there's consequences and repercussions behind doing things like that. Yo, this oregano oil, y'all, is killing my lips. It's burning my lips right now. Don't do it. But she wants to start the OnlyFans. I was like, yo, just be mindful of all your family and friends, your daughter, you know, whatever the case may be. So, um... She um, was arguing with me. She was like, I think that's stupid. Like, that defeats the purpose. Like, just show my, I should just show my face. And I'm like, bruh, if you want to show your face, but then you're concerned about certain people seeing it, hide your face. Like, just hide your face. No judgment. Just hide your face. I told her, I was like, I don't think you should do it personally. But I was like, if you're going to do it, be more seductive and more... Um, be more like of a appealing matter. Like I feel like just hide your face. Like hide your face. It makes it more. I don't know. More appealing or more. Like who is this? How do they look? I don't know. This is just my thoughts. I don't know. Um. That's what I told her. That's what I told her to do. So she's like, I'm gonna think about it. I was like, yeah. But I was like, honestly, I don't think you should do it. But ain't no amount. Of, 
it's no amount of money in the world that'll make me like compromise my integrity. I was like, I just don't find women. I just, I don't like, don't you want to get married? <laughs> like, don't you want to have, you know, do you want your future husband to know you was online? Like, and I asked her, what would be taking place on this OnlyFans? Are you going to be, you know, having sex with yourself, using toys? Will you be intimate with other, another guy on there? Like, what are you actually doing? She said she just wants to take sexy lingerie pictures. If that's if that's all you're doing, then I don't see nothing wrong with it. Girls take pictures already right now, bikinis on IG. So, I mean, if you could just take those same pictures and put them on OnlyFans, and guys would pay. I don't really see nothing wrong with it. I don't see nothing wrong with starting the OnlyFans. It's just I think you should hide your face. Like, you know, people make choices. I don't think you're a bad person by having OnlyFans. I just feel like it might not be the best decision, you know, for your future as far as if you want to get married. Because one of you meet the man of your dreams. I'm telling you, it's like, yo, one of you meet the man of your dreams and he finds out that you have an OnlyFans and you were like playing with yourself and everybody can see this, that kind of like lowers your value a little bit. Me and my homie Marlon was just discussing this. Like it was a chick that he sent me like, yo, she's so bad. I was like, oh yeah, she's a pretty girl. And he was like, y'all, she got an OnlyFans, and she's having sex on OnlyFans. And I was like, yo, that's kind of like, I don't know. It just makes the woman's, not her her value, it's just I don't look at them the same. I don't look at her the same. You know, it just makes, like, if my girl had an OnlyFans prior to me meeting her, I don't, I, I, I couldn't be with her. No judgment. Like, I'm not judging you. It's, that's just not something I want. And I told my friend that, like, be sure before you do this, like, is this something you want? This she was so concerned about her, ta like, tattoos. I'm like, I don't think people are. She just want to show her face, I think, because she's like, well, they're already going to know who I am. Like, my tattoos. And stuff. I'm like, yo, niggas is not looking that deep into shit. Like, they don't even give a fuck about your face. Why are you going to get your body done and all that anyway? You want to get your body done because that's what niggas like to see. Show off that body. Like, Cover up your face and show off that body. That's all they care about any motherfucking way. So, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I hope she doesn't do it because, you know, you got a family, shit like that. But if she decides to do it, that's her choice, you know? Just be prepared. I told her, just be prepared. Be prepared for the consequences and repercussions that come with that shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, be prepared that we'll come with it because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a lot, man, that come with it when you, um, it's going to be a lot that comes with that when people find out, the embarrassment and all of that. But what would you guys do? Ladies, what would you do if you was to start an OnlyFans? You going to go all out or you going, uh, you not going to go all out. You going to hide your face, be real, uh, discreet. What are you doing? Let me know. Is that something? Fellas, let me know. Would you date a woman with an OnlyFans? If your girl had an OnlyFans on the low and you didn't know, how would you feel about it? Let me know. Let me know. Uh, Doc Rivers is a new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers has just been named the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, man. And uh, <laughs> I was kind of like thinking to myself the other day, like, and I hate to say someone's what someone is deserving of and what they're not deserving of, but let's all be real. Is Doc Rivers a coach that will lead a team to a championship? Last time I heard, you know, I mean, well, last time I heard, well, the last time he won was in Boston, Doc Rivers. The last time Doc Rivers won was he was in Boston. He had Prime KG, Paul Pierce, a young superstar point guard, and Rajon Rondo and Ray Allen. Um, he had a, a solid bench of guys, and they went and went. I think they went to the championship three years, one one, three years in a row, one one, and lost against Miami and uh, well not Miami, the Lakers. Or did they go two years? But I definitely know they went two years in a row back to back. But you know, then he had that Clippers squad, Lob City with Chris Paul, uh, a prime Chris Paul, DeAndre uh, Jordan, Blake Griffin. Jamal Crawford, Matt Barnes, he had that squad. Then 
that things didn't work out there, you know, whatever the case may be. Went to Philly, had James Harden, Joel Embiid, um, Tyrese Maxey, and a couple other guys. Things didn't work out there. So it's like, Doc Rivers got to show and prove. He has two super, well, we're going to say three superstar players. I wouldn't necessarily call Chris Middleton a superstar player, but he's definitely a baller, like a star player. But you got Giannis, you got Dame Lillard, a prime, prime Dame Lillard right now, a prime Giannis. Like right now, I think is uh, show and prove for Doc Rivers. This is gonna, sh- this is gonna show if Doc can do this shit, y'all. This is gonna show. I, I don't know. I don't. I just. I think Doc Rivers. Is a good leader of men, but I think his team just don't respond to him well. I think his team does not respond to him well. Um, I'm eager to see how this season is going to play out for him and how Milwaukee. It's a mid, and then uh, he's coming in the middle of the season also. Uh, so I'm, I'm just, I, I would like to know how they are going to finish out, but also next year because, you know, it's middle of the season. They were up, they were above a 500 team. They were a good squad team. I mean, they were a good squad, but um, defensively they were having issues. So I'm eager to see if defensive-wise they'll pick it up, how Dame and the team and all those guys are going to respond to Doc being there. But we're going to see, man. But my question to you guys is, is this going to be the last stop for Doc Rivers if things do not work out here in Milwaukee? Do you see him getting another job somewhere else if things don't work out here in Milwaukee? I don't personally, me personally, I don't think it will work out. Um, here you have superstar talent in Giannis and, and Dame. Um, if things don't work out here for you, I, I truly believe he won't get another coaching, head coaching gig in the NBA. He will definitely be on uh, a commentator, uh, commentating on NBA TV and NBA Tonight. I think that will be the next stop for Doc if things don't work out for him. So I'm eager to see how the fellas respond to him, how the guys, you know, pick up on their defense, uh, defensive side of the ball. And, yeah, man, I wish them all the best of luck. But let me know. Let me – I want you guys' opinion. You guys let me know what you guys think if Doc uh, – <clears throat> if Doc is going to do something. If Doc if Doc don't win this year, if the, ball, if the Milwaukee Bucks don't, don't, don't make it to the championship, what do you think will happen to Doc? Will he fit, be able to finish out his contract? Because uh, right now they have three coaches on the on the on the on the payroll. They have Adrian Griffin, the guy, the coach they just fired. I think that's his name. And then they have the coach they have, uh, Bullhoser, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that they let go. So, and I think that was the coach they won the championship with. I, I've never heard coaches relieving their co- um, teams or organizations relieving their coaches after winning the championship, so they let him go. I wonder if that was like a Giannis call or what, whatever, but yeah. So, shout out to Doc Rivers, man. Shout out to the whole uh, staff and what's going to happen uh, with uh, that that Milwaukee Bucks team, man. I wish them all the best. <sighs> Krishan Rock, man. and Bl- Krishan Rock <laughs> has went and got, has went and has gotten a blue face, has gotten blue face name tattooed, or not name, his whole face tattooed on her face. Like, yo, what is, what is y'all thoughts on this young lady doing that, man? Um, People saying she got Stockholm Syndrome. I don't think she got Stockholm Syndrome, but she got a syndrome, though. I don't know what syndrome you would diagnose diagnose her under, but what's, like, it's sad. She got that man's whole face tattooed on her side of her face. And, like, she didn't get the nigga face. She got, like, this part. Didn't she get the nigga shoulder blades in in the picture, too? Like, yo... That's crazy to me. I don't know. I'm like befuddled. Like, I don't know what's going like what's wrong with her? Do she think this is cute? 
Like, what does she think? She got to think this is cute. Because who does that? Who tattoos a man who's been nothing? Like, yo, she might need to be checked into a psych ward, like one of those padded rooms, and be under evaluation. Because that makes no sense. When I saw that, I just shook my head. Like, I don't want to see her no more. I don't want to see her on nobody's timeline. I don't want to see her. Yo, if you post Krishan Rock and I follow you on IG, I'm, I'm unfollowing you. I'm unfollowing you, yo. That make like, I'm unfollowing you. Like, we got to stop giving this motherfucker entertain, like, entertaining these motherfuckers. And then I just hopped on my phone right now. She said if Blueface cheats on her, she's going to castrate him. Blueface is probably happy the nigga in jail. <laughs> Blueface don't want to deal with none of this shit he got going on out here. And ain't the baby not his? I thought that baby wasn't his. So why are they even, why was she, yo, that's even more crazy. The baby not even his? And she went and got this nigga name tattooed? Yeah, she might. I don't, that's, I'm speechless. I'm so speechless. I don't, I just, we're just going to pray for y'all. We're going to pray for her. We're going to pray for her, man. I wish her, I wish her nothing but the best. Uh, <laughs> she's like, that's a, that's a spirit she got over her. A, a bad spirit, a bad demon over her because ain't no way in the world, no way in the world you in your right mind. Like something is off. I don't know. Maybe she fell and hit her head, but something is off. She needs to be checked out immediately. Immediately, she needs to be checked out. If possible, she needs to be checked out. Like a doctor needs to reach out to her and go under, like, the little, go inside them little tubes. You know how they check to see if you got a concussion or if you got some type of, she needs to go on one of those and f figure it out because they need to figure out what's going on with that young lady because that's crazy. But, yeah, man. Uh, what else? What else we got, man? Y'all gotta bear with me. Y'all gotta bear with me, man. I'm, I'm holding it down by myself while BZ gone. Um, I'm liking it though. I'm liking it though. I'm gonna get better, man. For those who who still stand down with me, I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna get better. But um, I got this embarrassing story I want to tell y'all, man. I was with my uncle. Um, we had just left Atlanta. We were leaving Atlanta. Um, me and my uncle, we were going through. Our flight had left, let's say our flight was leaving at like 5.15, was boarding at 5.15, started boarding, whatever the case may be. And um, we were running late. We're in Atlanta. Y'all know the traffic in Atlanta is crazy. So we had left our where we were leaving from was like 4.25. And we were leaving Shambly, Georgia, and we had to make it all the way to Hartsville, Jackson. So if you were in Atlanta, you know how far in this rush hour traffic. We ended up making it to the airport. We had to return a rental car. We hopped out. Checked our bags in. We have to go through TSA. My uncle says, fuck it, nephew. We got to cut. I'm going to just ask people. We got to catch a flight. Oh, my God. He asked people, like, excuse me. I have to catch a flight. Can I go? My flight's boarding. Yo, thinking about this right now, it's like the most I'm playing back. So I'm like, yo, this nigga's bugging. Like, yo, no one's going to let you go through, dog. I'm like, yo, unk. No one's going to let you go through. He was like, watch it. The nigga starts, excuse me, people are letting him through. Like, people are letting him through. So he's going. I'm seeing that. I'm like, fuck, I have to go. Like, if I don't go, I I was almost up. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll miss my flight. It ain't that serious. I was like, fuck it. So I'm right behind him. Like, fuck it. I have to be behind him. Because if I don't, if I let him get too far, people going to be like, uh-uh, nah. So we going through. We cutting. Excuse me, excuse me. One guy's like, oh, fuck that. No. The TSA officer stops. I was like, excuse me, sir, you guys can't do this. My uncle's like, well, people are allowing us. We have to catch a flight. Dog, everybody, my uncle goes, excuse me, it's, mind you, it's crowded. Excuse me, is it okay if me and my nephew come through? We have to catch a flight. Everyone's like, yeah, sure, why not? Another guy goes, well, my flight, why can't I cut? And my uncle's like, shh. You ask. I'm like, dog, you're bugged out. So we get to the front of the line, and I'm like, yo, thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. You know, I just, 
one guy yells, yeah, just just make your flight. Make sure, hurry up. I'm like, oh, yeah. Bruh, I was so embarrassing. And then this nigga got a, the nerve to stop and get a sandwich. The nigga had the nerve to stop and get a sandwich. Our fucking flight is boarded. I'm like, dog, come on. Like, he was like, well, I'm hungry. He was like, we have time. I'm like, no, we don't, bro. We get to the front counter. We did all of that. They almost did not let us on the flight. This nigga one, we did all that cutting, taking our shoes off, going through fucking the shit, security. And this nigga want to stop, get a sandwich, and we almost didn't make our flight. We get to the front, and they were like, oh, the door is closed. And it just so happened, they were kicking somebody off the flight. It was a young lady that was kicking off the flight, and they let us on. Just a, because this nigga hungry, and he want to stop and get a fucking tuna sandwich with some chips. And we almost, we did all that. Imagine doing all that, we don't miss our flight. We don't make our flight. Imagine cutting. We don't make our flight. And everybody we just cut, look at us like, look at these bozos. They did all that and then and and then make they and then make they and then make they flight. What type of shit is that? Yo, my uncle courageous. That is courageous right there, dog. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to. I if I was by myself, I would have been like, fuck it. I just would have missed my flight. But I I do have, um, I don't have clear. I have a Twit card. So with my Twit card, into my Twit card number, and I skipped through TSA. And I was trying to tell him when we was printing out our boarding passes, like, yo, dog, let's print out our Twit cards. I mean, let's put our number, our Twit card number on our boarding pass so we can just go through. He don't want to do all that. I'm like, bro, never, never again, never again, bro. That was like one of the most embarrassing things I have ever, like one of the most embarrassing things I have ever done. When I think back on it, I'm just like, yo, what was I thinking, dog? Like, what was, what was he thinking? You never ever thought about something you did you did and it was embarrassing. You just like cringe, like uh like dog. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um what else, man? What else I got? I got I got some more. I got some heat for y'all, man. I hope y'all enjoying the show thus far, man. I'm trying to keep my energy up for y'all. I'm holding it down. Oh, so the IG page, Twitter is not a real page, a uh, real place. A young lady said that she gave she allowed her and her dude to have a threesome. She allowed her dude a threesome. She was like, all right, we're going to have a threesome. She's having this threesome. When she invites the girl over, the girl brings her baby because she couldn't find a babysitter, whatever the case may be. Um, when she woke up, she said the nigga was having, was cuddled up with the woman they had the threesome with. Yo, if y'all have not followed Twitter, it's not a real place on IG. Yo, that shit is the one of the funniest pages on IG, hands down. Shorty allowed her man, gave her man a threesome. Not only did she give her nigga a threesome, the girl that, that she gave her threesome, she gave, um, she let her nigga smash in the threesome, brought the baby because she couldn't find a baby. No, she said it was too late and the baby was asleep and she didn't want to wake the baby up and it was cold outside. So they let her stay the night. And then when they let her stay the night, she woke up and her nigga was cuddling with the chick. Yo, that's crazy. That is crazy. First off, ladies, are you giving your man a three? Ladies, what would you do if you woke up and your nigga, you, the nigga you allowed, you gave a threesome to was was cuddling with the chick with the chick? What y'all, what would y'all do? Like, how would y'all react? Is y'all going off? What what is happening? Y'all breaking up? What's going on? Are you blaming yourself? Let me get some oregano or um, oregano oil water, y'all. What y'all doing? Let me know. What y'all doing? You right now in your car, listening to this, or wherever you at at work, you get your nigga a threesome, and not only do you get this nigga a threesome, but this nigga, you wake up and this nigga cuddled up, spooning, feet feet entangled and all that with each other. You 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 pull the covers back and they feet they feet entangled, and then nigga moving his toes like he in it too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. 
I bet you she won't do that again. She probably don't never look at. She probably will never look at that nigga the same. Like this nigga, nigga, I ain't give you, I ain't give you shit else. Nigga, I ain't give you nothing. She probably broke up with that nigga after that. And then had to know he probably, she probably broke up with that nigga. That nigga probably went with old girl. Like fuck it, shorty a freak. I don't think my, I don't want my girl to give me a threesome. I'm not into that. Yo, do y'all brush the top of y'all mouth when brushing y'all teeth? I just started doing this in the last like. Let's say, year two years. Tawana actually taught me not taught me. Tawana actually told me she brushes the top of her mouth, the roof of her mouth. Do you guys brush the roof of your mouth when you brush your teeth? So I brush like underneath my tongue, my tongue, my cheeks, my gum line, my top gum, my bottom gum underneath my tongue. But I never brush the roof of my mouth. Tawana goes, "You don't brush the roof of your mouth." I'm like, "Nah, I've never brushed the roof of my mouth." She was like, ugh. I was like, oh, shit, baby. I've been doing something wrong this whole time. So do you guys brush the roof of your mouth when y'all brush your teeth? Let me know. Hop in the comments and let me know. Obviously, y'all brush your tongue. Yo, do not drink. Oh, this oregano oil is tearing my lips up. Um, Do y'all brush Do y'all brush the top of y'all, 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 the roof of y'all mouth? Let me know. Hop in the comments. If you don't, you dirty. If you don't brush the roof of your mouth, you dirty. No, nah, I'm just playing. You ain't dirty. But what's y'all? Do y'all floss? Yo, I floss. So this is my routine every night before I go to bed. I floss first. Boom, 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 boom. Brush my teeth. Boom, 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 boom. Coconut oil for 20 minutes. So I put the coconut oil on my mouth and just wish it around my mouth for 20 minutes. Spit it out in the trash can. Then I get um, Dr. Bernstein mouthwash, the green bottle or the pink bottle, and um, I rinse my mouth out. I do the pink bottle, rinse my mouth out, and then um, do the water. Then I do, no, after that, I don't do that. I just rinse my mouth out. What is y'all bedtime routine when y'all go to bed? Do y'all brush y'all teeth before y'all go to bed? Do y'all wash y'all face? I brush my teeth every night before I go to bed. Um, brush the roof of my mouth. Do you have a bedtime routine? Fellas, do you have a skincare routine? Fellas, we all got, we should get a skincare routine. Black men, get a skincare routine. Take care of yourself. You not, trust me, the women love a nigga with some nice skin. Trust me. Get you a skincare routine. Get you a serum. Get you an exfoliant. Get you a cleanser. Get you, you know, all of that. Get you a moisturizer. I sit in the sauna every day. I've been getting a lot of compliments on my skin the last couple of days. That's that sauna work. That sauna be having your boy looking right. Having your boy's skin looking. Having your boy's skin glowing. Get you a skincare routine, man. What's y'all? Fellas, get you a skincare routine. Fellas, get your hair cut at least every other week. You got to stay fresh. We got to start taking care of ourselves. Man, I'm an advocate of black men taking care of themselves. I'm an advocate of black men looking good, smelling good, feeling good. Fellas, if your teeth messed up, go to the dentist. Fellas, if you're listening to this right now, your teeth ain't the best, go to the dentist. Get them clean. Get that dental work right. So when you smile on them hoes, bing. You know what I mean? If you got a wife, you got a lady, she, she might, you know, turn it. She might be more, even more attracted to you. Not saying she's not attracted to you, but she might be even more attracted to you. But yeah, man, what's y'all skincare routine? Do y'all brush the roof of y'all mouth? Do y'all brush y'all tongue? Do y'all scrub y'all tongue? And how far do y'all go back when y'all scrub y'all tongue? Is it to the point where almost you're like gagging or do you just get the front? What y'all do? I be, I be scrubbing my shit like, I be scrubbing my shit. Because I, I, one of my pet peeves is like stanky breath, like foul, a foul odor and period is something that I'm like, nah, I can't, I can't do it. But yeah, man, let me know, man. Let me know what y'all doing, what y'all doing, how y'all living, what y'all got going. Um, vibe of the week, man. Vibe of the week is something that I'm going to be doing every week moving forward. Um, it's just whatever the hottest record is that you listening to, that you feeling, that you bumping, that you can't, te- you can't turn it off. Um, my vibe of the week this week is Flo Millie, um, Never Lose Me. That's a record, bruh. 
like, I'm sorry, Never Lose You. Um, that's a record. I just, that her flow, that beat, like, she got one. Shout out to Flo Millie. You got one. You got, you got one. Never had a bitch like me. Like, never had a, Yo, that's my joint. And I be feeling some type of way, like, yo, because it's a female rapper. Like, can I vibe to this? But. Like, I be like, never had a bitch like me. You're like, never. I be listening. I be vibing to it. Windows down, sunroof, sunroof, sun hitting my skin at a at an 89 degree angle. And I'm vib, I'm vibing. Never had a bitch like me. You're like, never had a bitch like, yo, the female rappers, like, yo. Yo, what's that one song by, uh, I like too, by uh, JT? No bars. I like that. I like it. Yo, the female, female, I want to, I want, I would like to hear, I would like to hear JT solo. I want a JT solo like mixtape. JT should just fuck the streets up with like a DJ drum. Yo, if I was JT's manager, JT, if I was JT's manager right now, I'll get her a, uh, I'll be like, yo, I'll go pick her out some of the hardest beats, like hard beats, like grimy beats, have a rap over them, because the females won't support JT. The females love JT. They're going to support her. I'll have her get her DJ drama, a DJ drama mixtape, and hit, and just turn the streets up. Hit them clubs and like them little cities and really, 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 really turn shit up. I feel like JT is a superstar. JT is a superstar. I feel like, and I know her passion is rap, but if I was JT's manager, oh, we turn it up. Shout out to JT, but I like to have no bars, but... My vibe of the week this week is Flo Millie, Never Lose You. Don't judge me, man. Don't judge me. But, yeah, and I heard uh, Nicki Minaj and uh, Meg Thee Stallion has been going at it. I haven't really um, – I'm not really too privy of what's going on. Um, I haven't really been listening, paying any attention. I really don't listen to Meg Thee Stallion like that. But I definitely will check out because Tawana hit me like, babe. Meg the Stallion going off. <laughs> I started laughing. She's funny. <laughs> she funny. I was like, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. I haven't listened yet, but uh, I'm gonna definitely check it out. But um, yeah, man, that's all I really wanted to talk about. Woman. Oh, I got something else. A woman buys a cruise ship. No, I'm sorry. A woman buys a vase at Goodwill for four dollars. A woman buys a vase at, at Goodwill for four dollars and, <coughs> and ends up selling it. For over $110,000. The vase was designed by renowned Italian designer Carlo Scarpa in the 1940s. So, woo, like, that's crazy. How did she even know to even look that vase up? Or how did that even come about knowing that this vase was worth that much? You, you spent $4 on a vase and end up being a Carlo Scarpa? Like, I don't even know who the fuck that is, but you end up making over $110,000 on that vase. That's crazy. That's the crazy ill come up. That's the crazy ill come up. I wish I could come up on some shit like that. Buying a vase and buying something for $10 and end up selling it for over $500,000. That's crazy. Um... Oh, this is something else I wanted to discuss. If you can only pick one, if you can only pick one, an 850 credit score, 2 million in cash, or $4,000 a week for life. If you can only pick one, an 850 credit score, $2 million in cash, and $4,000 a week for life, what would you pick? I'm going to take the $4,000 a week for life. I'm going to take the $4,000 a week for life because... That's something you just know you're getting for the rest of your life. $4,000 a week, that's that's crazy, yeah. Every week, every Monday, once that week is over, you get 4K deposited into your account. Just imagine that. 4K. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do, bro. You can buy your crib. You can go travel. You can do whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do, man. That's uh, what was, that's a dope. What was I thinking? Of? It was something I was thinking about this morning. About oh, they have a the, there's a list going around with rappers that fell off. Rap, rap rappers that washed up rappers, rappers that fell off. And I saw that Meek and Bobby Schmurder was on there, and I kind of got like I felt some type of way seeing Bobby Schmurder on that list, man, because it's like 
people say fell off and think just because a person is not in the limelight anymore is that they fell off. If a person is doing what they love to do, let's say Bobby Smurda is came home from prison, stood tall, didn't tell, respect to Bobby Smurda, respect. So your respect is intact, your name is intact. So ain't no way in the world you could fall off. But you come home doing what you love, rapping. Maybe you didn't pop off like you assumed or thought you would. Um, but let's say you make, let's say Bobby Smurda makes seven thousand dollars a show, five thousand dollars a show. He do, he do four shows a month. Pay his manager, whatever. He might make, I don't know, let's say thirteen thousand dollars a month. All right, just doing something you love to do. Who's to say? We don't know. Let's say he makes, let's say Bobby Smurda is making about $300,000 a year doing music. Traveling the world, probably owns his house or condo. Might not be the biggest house, might not be the biggest condo, but he owns his home. Traveling the world, driving the car he wants, doing whatever he wants to do. Is that really like washed up? If Meek, Meek not putting out no music, I'm a huge Meek fan. Um, I, I might not agree with everything he do, but I'm a huge Meek fan. I respect him where he came from. Let's just say Meek don't want to rap no more. He's just like, I'm not really too interested. Meek got $45, $50 million in the bank. Mike got more. I don't know. I'm just saying hypotheticals. Did he really fall off taking care of his family? Like, what is that? Like, why do people, who comes up with these, li these lists? Like, how is Meek washed up? How is Bobby Schmurter washed up? Are they relevant? Bobby, no. Meek has just Meek just put out a record with Fabio Foreign that I love. Um, I love Fabio. Um, Fabio probably Fabio probably spit one of his best verses ever. But not only was his best one of his best verses ever, that verse was better. He outshined Meek on that track, which I was very very surprised. But um, I mean. Falling off, it, like if these guys fell off, they'll fall back, fall back on a whole bunch of money. Even if they did fall off, let's just say hypothetically they fell off. Meek next album goes double wood. Like he's still set for the rest of his life. He won. We remember where Meek started at and look where he's at now. Like, can you can you fall off? Like, did Derrick Rose fall off? Like, would y'all say Derrick Rose is washed? I don't think he's washed. Derrick Rose won, in my opinion. He made it out the hood. Youngest NBA MVP ever, all-star. Uh, his trajectory of his career was going due to his in injuries. It's not where he's at. Did he fall off? Uh, he, I wouldn't say he's not the same player. He's still in the league. He played for the Minnesota Timberwolves. But I just hate that, you know, we disrespect. Only in our culture do we disrespect our legends like that. Only in our culture do we disrespect somebody who's successful, who's doing what they're doing at the highest level, and because they're not performing the way they were performing once at one at once upon a time, is that they they fell now we label them uh, uh, washed or fallen fallen off. Niggas nigga could be thirty th nigga could score 30, 30 NFL touchdowns in one season, be the league uh touchdown leader in twenty twenty three. 2024, he come back, only got 10. And niggas be like, yo, you fell off. Like, damn, he washed. Like, why we do that? I want to know that. I want. I need answers. Why do we do that? Why is this because someone don't perform the way they performed the year before? Our, our artist album, the, the album doesn't perform like its previous album. We automatically name them, like, we label them as washed. Or they haven't put out a project in three, four years. We label them as watch. I hope Meek come back, man, with like that championships feel. Meek, your new project, you need that championships feel. The that those like that. I want to hear Meek really talk that shit, man. One of my favorite um songs on that last project with him and Ross put out is called Iconic. And Meek was sounding good. Like Meek sound good on that. That's when I want to hear Meek, that type of Meek. You get what I'm saying? I want to hear that dangerous meek. That dangerous meek is that's the meek. Man, Bobby, I want to hear Bobby. Bobby, you got one more in you, dog. You got more project. You got more. You got another uh hot nigga in you. Just stay the course, bro. Stay the course. 
stay down, and um, keep pushing forward. You know what I mean? And that's the message to myself, too, y'all. I'm going to stay down. I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to keep pushing forward, man. I'm enjoying coming in here um, every week talking to y'all. This is my second show. I'm holding it down. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go, man. I ain't going to hold y'all too long. I appreciate all the love I sup- I've been getting, all the love and support. Um, let me know what y'all think, man. What what can I do better? What can I do less of? What can I do more of? Um, I'm trying to keep my energy up throughout this whole show to keep you guys entertained. If you guys see topics, DM me. Send me the topics. I'll discuss them on, discuss them on my show. <clears throat> but if you're out on the road, man, if you're at work, if you're going through something, hey, yo, listen, tomorrow's a new day. Let that shit go. Wake up the next day, thank God, and push forward. It could be much more worse, all right? It could be much more worse. It could be worse. So stay the course, man. Stay down. Stay down. Um, I saw a video from Nip um, a couple of days ago, and he said, it's better to keep going because I'm closer to where I'm going versus than when I first started. So I'm going to keep going, man. I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep bringing y'all, banging y'all over the head like bondage with these shows. These solo shows, I'm enjoying it. Man, I love podcasts and I love radio. If you're doing something out there right now and you down on yourself, don't give up. Keep going. You ain't the only one out there fighting for a dream. Don't give up because if you give up, you, you fail. But the moment, the moment you decide to keep going, you winning. You winning. You win and put that work in, it's going to come together. I tell myself that it's going to work, David. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. Because if you stop, you're going to look up and be like, damn, I should have kept going. Because the time going to pass anyway, so why not do what you love while the time pass? Keep going. Don't stop for nobody. Don't let nobody discourage you. Don't let nobody kill your dream. Keep going. Keep fighting for your dreams and keep doing what it is that you want to do. All right? It's your boy, D. Moss. It's not that serious, the podcast. I appreciate y'all, and we up out of here. Peace.